Hi, you're listening to Coffee Talk. I am your host, Liv Alliston. Today I have my sweet, dear, loving husband, Drew. That's right. Don't call him Andy. He'll bunge you right in the face. I will. So we are going to do a fun get to know us segment. And yeah, so... And now I'm going to take over. No, you're not. What is our wedding anniversary? No, that's my question. (laughs) Without looking at your notes, what is our anniversary? I know it by heart. Please tell me. It is July... 16th of 2011. Very nice. You rehearsed that how many times? I wasn't even reading. Whatever. (laughs) So, next question. What are the top three things you want to pass on to, I was going to say your kids, but our kids? Well, I think the first thing is probably my faith, which, I mean, I guess you could always say Jesus, but that is 100% uh, why I think I live and breathe every day and why we do what we do. And, and it, it is, I, I, that's my goal. Number one goal for, for our, both our boys, Clark and Luke, is to, mm-hmm. is to love the Lord, their God, with all their heart, soul, and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is multifaceted. Oh, so no. it is adventure, my love <laughs> of adventure. And in parentheses, I wrote down flight because I'm a pilot. Mm-hmm. And although I haven't flown in a couple of years because of, being a dad and having kids, um, I, I want to one day be able to teach them how to fly. I also love motorcycles. And then finally, travel. Our our love to see the world, experience different cultures, different foods, music, all these different kinds of things. I, I want them to to enjoy that like, like we have. And then the final, so that was God, adventure, and then the final thing is music. So that's mm-hmm. no secret. I love to sing, play the guitar, uh, lead worship, choral, whatever. I love music. He also writes a little bit. And I also he wrote uh, me a song. Turn Olivia <laughs> down while I turn up important parts to important songs, which mm-hmm. can sometimes be a point of contention. But I think it's also hereditary. Our son has now started to tell me to be quiet when he's listening to music. The it's heart hereditary. wants what the heart wants. Whatever. We can't help it. <laughs> So my three things, uh, obviously love of Jesus and being led by the spirit. The second thing I put is a love of all things that I love. So that's like a million things. No, I, like I, I have on here, uh, bread and, and pizza, um, <laughs> which I realize is all food, <laughs> uh, puzzles. And who doesn't like bread? Some people are weird. Anyway, not my kids because I made sure they loved all of the carbs. And then the third thing is a thankful heart and attitude. And out of that, being a cheerful giver. That's like a million things. That is not. That's not three. (laughs) Even your last one was two things. Don't analyze my answer. Okay. Next. Would you like to ask me this question or do you want me to ask you this question? Yes, I'd like to emcee the next question. Olivia, name one thing from your childhood you absolutely love. One thing from my childhood that I love... We used to, me, my mom, and my sister, we all like to sing. And so we would be in the car. We were in the car most of my life. And so mom, between traveling to all my mom's different jobs and stuff. And so we would drive around and pull, like put down the windows and we would sing to the top of our lungs. Sometimes worship songs, sometimes like Disney princess songs. And it was always amazing. Sometimes a little Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston. And Boys to Men. Am I wrong? Yeah, a little bit of that mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff. My favorite. So what is one thing that you absolutely love from your childhood? So for me, it was freedom in the form of riding my bike wherever the heck I wanted. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's not something, unfortunately, that I think my kids will ever get to enjoy mm-hmm. since the world has changed a bit since we were younger, which wasn't that long ago, which is kind of sad. But I remember growing up, we would literally ride our bikes all day, every day, and there weren't cell phones, so my parents didn't really know where we were. They just said, be back in time for dinner. And we went. And we grew up mainly in Sugarland, which is a gigantic master plan community outside of Houston. So there were concrete, there was concrete everywhere. And so we literally just rode until the concrete stopped and then we'd turn around and we'd come back. And there was just a lot of freedom and exploring and I thought it was good. I think it was really good for our brains and just to feel like we were tiny adventurers. So what's one thing from your childhood you wish you could undo? I think for me, it's the feeling of shame. And I think as a kid, especially for me, I I liked people, but I also sought the approval of people. And so whether it was teachers or peers, friends at school, things like that. So I think having more confidence in who God made me and, and then my ability to stand up for myself. So for example, if, you know, kids are picking teams for dodgeball or something like that, if I'm the last one to get picked, not to think that I'm less worthy than, than, than other kids, knowing that, hey, I'm a child of God and God loves me. So whether or not these kids have it figured out, I'm okay. And so just being willing to, to not allow others to dampen the joy of being a child of God. What about you? Well, I'm going to be a real Debbie Downer and say I would undo my dad leaving. So <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing um, that I, I would undo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not much to say after that. <laughs> that's a really uh, sad thing. Yeah. And it's not something to joke about, but sometimes we laugh so we don't cry and that's right. okay. That's a great song, by the way, that you introduced me to by Andy Davis. Laugh so you don't cry. You're welcome. One of my favorites. So on a lighter note, what would a perfect Saturday look like for you? So I'm going to turn this answer into your answer from the second question, which you turned a three answer into a million answer. I'm very confused as a where you're headed with this. So here we go. <laughs> this is my perfect Saturday. It begins with dead of a nasty alarm going, oh. eh, eh, eh. it begins with a nice voice saying, Drew. It's time to wake up. Is that me? There's a, a beautiful day ahead of you. It's time to wake up. It's and then I would wake robot. up and I would have some coffee and quiet time and my leather lazy boy that I love, whether or not it's cool anymore. And then I would pick a morning movie and wow. I would watch a movie by myself what? without any children <laughs> <laughs> or anyone else bothering me or telling me what to watch. Wow. See, my answer's a little better. I'm not done. Oh, wow. <laughs> Next, I would go to the library with my children because I'm an excellent father. <laughs> and after we encounter that Petri dish of germs, I would have lunch with my family at any place, but most likely Chick-fil-A because it's the only place that we are all happy at the same time. <laughs> then I would read some of the books that we got from the library while the children read their own books. Yes. So this is kind of a perfect Saturday in a few years when they can actually read mm-hmm. by themselves. Then I would take a nap when they're taking a nap without being woken up. And then we would walk the neighborhood as a family mm-hmm. while the sun is going down, a little bit of cool crisp in the air, maybe mm-hmm. 60, 70 degrees, a light jacket. Then we would have dinner. <laughs> My favorite dinner, tacos ah, with margaritas. Yes. 
Then we would have crazy dancing to the Greatest Showman soundtrack with all the family jigging and jiving. We do that a lot. While we sing at the top of our lungs. Finally, after the children put themselves down, that sounds like a perfect Saturday. <laughs> sounds like a pipe dream, it's what it sounds like. <laughs> We would have a movie date in which I, again, would get to choose the genre and the film. This really is your little dreamland, isn't it? Um, So mine, it's not quite as elaborate because I didn't go into like the whole day. But I answered your question. You did. You were very thorough. I appreciate it. So I, I put wake up, drink coffee when it while it's raining outside because I, I love like reading and curling up while it's raining. Um, and then the boys could play together nicely and quietly on the floor. So we're kind of like... Talk about pipe dreams. I know, right? So we're kind of like with them, but not, you know? So we can kind of do our own thing, but we're still present in the same room. I think that would mainly be it. I like your idea of the walk. At sunset, that's one of my favorite things to do is to take a walk where they're strapped in to the stroller and they can't move. It's pretty nice. It's very nice. It is really nice. (laughs) So what is your favorite Bible character, Old Testament and New Testament? You go first. I answered first last time. Okay. It's going to be that way. So Old Testament is David. And I've actually said many times to you that I believe that you are a David, that you have a heart for the Lord. I thank you. And then New Testament is Paul because, I mean, he just calls you on your crap. And I really like that. And you said crap about a New Testament character on a Christian podcast. I did. That is excellent. That's what Paul Um, would do. So to answer (laughs) your question, my favorite Old Testament character is probably not who I would have said maybe 10 years ago, but it's Abraham. Ah. So I know we've talked about him in another podcast, but I just, I think part of the season of my life that I'm in He is very encouraging to me because he didn't always do it the right way, but he always sought the Lord. And I really, really like that. And he believed in the impossible, but not just the impossible. He believed in the God who is powerful enough to make the impossible possible. So I I really like that. And then I also like you, um, really like like Paul. No, Paul. I do like you, but (laughs) Paul is my favorite New Testament uh, character from the Bible. And I did not believe that two years ago because I thought he was a jerk. <laughs> but I think in the last two years, I have really, uh, through our men's group at Lighthouse and, and self-study, I have, I think, the Holy Spirit has allowed me to see Paul's heart in his heart. Although you say he calls people on their crap, which he does, Mm -hmm. he loves people. Mm -hmm. And I think I've begun to see his love. And so what I used to see is meanness or jerkiness. He, he's a loving, he's a loving leader of the church that, Mm -hmm. that is, that loves his people enough to call them on their crap. (laughs) Yeah. He's very, very direct and to the point. And I appreciate that because I don't like fluff. Yeah. So uh, now to my favorite season of all is Christmas or holiday. Snow. Season. Snow. So what is your favorite Christmas tradition? I, I actually cheated. I have like three. So that figures. But <laughs> um, my tradition, I don't know if you know is a tradition, but my favorite tradition is falling asleep to a Christmas movie with the tree on. Oh, yeah. That's and the fireplace? Favorite. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite tradition. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that I don't get to see the movie, so it kind of dampens the tradition. But you've also seen it, like, for 20 years, so... But it means that I have to watch the movie first in its entirety so that I can then later fall asleep to it. That's weird. Eh, That's how I am. Yeah. 
I would say I really enjoy the Christmas candlelight service on Christmas Eve at our church. And then I really have always loved looking at Christmas lights. And then the last thing I'm going to say is all the food. I love all the food. (laughs) I like making chocolate chip cookies while you watch Home Alone. I would love to have cheese pizza while you watch Home Alone. And then Christmas Eve, we'll do like either tamales or tacos because that's what Drew's family tradition always was. And then Christmas morning, we'll do like cinnamon rolls because they're quick and delicious. And then Christmas afternoon, like for lunch or dinner, whatever you call it, um, I'm do some type of different pasta dish. We're basically like bears preparing for hibernation <laughs> at the Christmas season. Um, so next question. Name No, next no. question. Wait, oh, I can't answer this next question. Olivia, name three manly things. <laughs> the question is, name three manly things that you would recommend to other men listening to this podcast. That is an excellent question. I know, I so first and foremost, shooting guns. Mm-hmm. No... I don't hate people, and no, I don't want to kill people, but shooting guns releases endorphins, and it is really, really fun. Well, you don't mind killing fake people in a video game, though. Zombies, Zombies. in particular, are excellent. But, no, shooting shooting guns is really, really fun. And so if you haven't done it, go to a, a shooting range with professionals who know what they're doing so you don't hurt anybody. And uh, it's it's a really, really good pastime. But the second, I would say, even though I'm not good at it, I've always loved it, and that's woodworking. But in particular, this just builds something. So I think as a guy, it's really important to work with our hands and to feel that we have built something that didn't exist previously. I think that's kind of tapping into who we are. That's how women feel with childbirth. Right. (laughs) Right. I'm not touching that. So, But building something, I think that's kind of part of who, who God created us to be. And then the final thing is smoking meat. I was going to say, what are you talking about? (laughs) You all thought I was talking about something else. (laughs) Anyway, smoking meat. I love it. It's awesome. It tastes good when you're done. And it's not that difficult. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you haven't done it, do it. And if you want some awesome smoked meat, just come over to my house and we'll do it sometime. (laughs) So I want you to tell me three womanly things that you would recommend to other women oh my god um shopping nails <laughs> homes tour i ah, like going on that's unusual yeah so either either like historic homes tour those are fun but a lot of the historic homes they're kind of like really gaudy so i enjoy going and looking at uh new builds and all of the uh what are they called the model homes just going all the different neighborhoods that's really fun that's awesome yeah i know so, Olivia, what yeah. are top five book recommendations that you have? And what I mean by five is five. Yes, got it. Okay, so I have Waking the Dead, John Eldridge. Also on my list. Uh-huh, it's amazing. Defiant Joy, I just finished by Stacey Eldridge, his wife. Uninvited by Lisa Turkhurst is um, a sobering read. It's good for anyone who has rejection issues. Prodigal God. Is, wow, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, That's also on my list. And then the last one um, is A Severe Mercy, which I have talked about and mentioned before, uh, which is a a really beautiful read. Well, my five book recommendations are across all genres. You were very holy and did all Christian, (laughs) which is good. That's awesome. But uh, although I like all of those books, I made a different list. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jesus. So my first is Lord of the Rings. 
which technically is a series, you but cheated. it's really one gigantic story. Uh-huh. And it is one of the most wonderful so the stories Bible. besides the Bible. <laughs> it is amazing. And actually, if you talk to other people about this, there are a lot of allegorical things that could be tied to Christian themes and messages, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ figures, all these kinds of things. Excellent. The second is Mark of the Lion, which is also a series, <gasps> but it is a gigantic story. And it, it is basically, if you've never read it before, it is essentially like a Christian. It's like you take the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe and you plant it in the midst of Jesus in the Bible and then you have a whole lot of different storylines going on at the same time. It is excellent. There's there's love and romance. There is death and drama, epic warfare, and tragedy in the midst of hope. It's excellent. <laughs> the third one is a book called Flint by Louis L'Amour. Oh. It's one of my most favorite Western novelists. Mm-hmm. And he is no longer on this earth, but he wrote like 80-something Westerns. And they are all good as far as I can tell. But this one in particular I liked because it deals with a person who is dying, actually, throughout. At the very beginning of the book, he finds out he has kind of a, a, a fatal condition. And and he has, got, he has come to the West to die, but then he gets swept up in this uh, situation where he chooses to be a hero, even though he has only you know a number of days left. It's a really, really good Western. And then the last two were the ones that were also on your list, Prodigal God and Waking the Dead. Prodigal God is just amazing because it, it kind of blows up what you think about the parable, the prodigal son, and about how God is really after our hearts, even though we are oftentimes only after the things of him. And then Waking the Dead, which is just all about kind of... Uh, just waking up our, our souls and our, our spirits to the Lord. And that's it's really, really awesome. That was a quote that I, I love from that book. Um, St. Ignatius, is that his name? The glory mm-hmm. of God is man fully alive. Yes. So that's like the premise of the book. It's really awesome. Yeah. So where's your dream vacation? Well, you got a notepad? One dream <laughs> vacation. Okay, so my one is based, it's Europe, but I, I broke it up into several countries. I really want to go to Italy. I've never been. It's awesome. Yes, you love it. France, I've been, but not with you. Also awesome. Don't look at my list. Um, And then Switzerland, because I hear it's gorgeous and I'm actually from there. The Swedes? No, that is Sweden. Don't ever get us confused. The Swiss. Swiss. So I want to do mainly those three countries, but but I'll, I'll go anywhere in Europe. And I would like, ideally, to be there for like three to four months, like either a whole summer or like a whole season, basically, because I like to to get, live like a local and not just be a tourist. The James Bond experience, driving the Aston Martin through the countryside while enjoying grapes and wine with the sunset. I could do that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my dream vacation is New Zealand. Ah. And in particular, the Lord of the Rings tour. Yes. Which not only Good includes Hobbiton. all of the locations where they filmed the movies, but also visiting Hobbiton mm-hmm. and in the town that is still there that uh-huh. they built for tourists. And you can go have a pint and also including what a workshop where they do all the practical mm-hmm. practical effects for most movies in Hollywood. I love movies. I love behind the scenes and I love New Zealand. It's a beautiful place. We we watched a lot of the Lord of the behind the scenes of all The of Hobbit, it. 
We've watched all the Hobbit behind the scenes. We haven't watched all the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes yet. Because that's like 12 each movie million is 30 hours. hours. So last question, and this is a tribute to the movie Runaway Bride. How do I like my eggs? You like your eggs over medium and not in coconut oil because you don't like the flavor. You like it with butter <laughs> with a little bit of pepper, but more salt. Correct. You also like over medium. Yes. Yes. You will eat butter yes. or coconut oil. Fried is the key. Yes. And you love an overdose of pepper. I'm a spicy, spicy man. <laughs> you are a spicy, spicy man. <laughs> Um, so, um, we know each other. That's yay. Hmm. Yay. Yay. So next time Drew will be back and we're going to be talking about uh, it's a marriage episode on keeping the lines of communication open. So buckle down because it's going to be a bumpy <laughs> ride. <laughs> it might. Um, so anyway, thank you so much for uh, listening. Thank you, Drew, for joining me. You're welcome. And uh, you have been prayed for. 